0: I decide I will think them through one by one, starting with the easiest one. Number three is no biggie. I keep telling myself, what's the worst that could happen? Yes, I'd get one heck of a telling off, but 12-year-olds don't get sent to jail. And I could always pretend that I was suffering some sort of mental breakdown and that I wasn't responsible for my actions, sent crazy by delayed grief for my dad, that sort of thing. Back in primary school... Hector Hoffman stabbed Conrad Wiley in the thigh with a compass, and he wasn't punished at all because his mum came to school and said he had ADHD, and that it was the school's fault for not adapting to his needs. So I should be okay. For a while I walk along, practising how I'd behave if I had a mental breakdown. I try to make my left eye twitch, which is really hard, but making my tongue loose is easier and it hangs out of my mouth a bit. But some year tens see me and start laughing, so I stop. I think I'll be fine. I've reached the school gates, and I feel better now that I can tick off one problem on my list, but the other two are battling for attention. Thankfully, it's PE first period, and it's cricket, which is just brilliant for thinking, especially if you always get given a distant fielding position so I'm as far away from the proper bat and ball action as I can be, without looking like I'm actually skiving, in a position called deep mid-on or deep mid-off, I've no idea, and I'm on to reason number two, breaking into my old garage. Unlike every other house on the street, our garage had old-fashioned double wooden doors rather than one of those tip-up metal doors, and the lock never used to work properly. You can get your fingers under the two doors and sort of joggle them till they ease apart. I did it once when I was locked out and Mum was late back and it was raining. Anyway, there I am, thinking I can almost tick that one off and feeling quite pleased when I hear yelling, Al! Alman! Chudry, catch it! A cricket ball is sailing towards me from out of the sky and a tiny wave of despair comes over me. I am truly hopeless at catching... And throwing, and batting for that matter. Cricket's not really my game. Without any confidence, I cut my hands in the vague direction that the ball is heading and. plop! The ball lands exactly in my grasp and doesn't fall out again. There's a wild cheer, and over at the wicket, Freddie Stairwood is glaring at me as he tucks his bat under his arm and starts to walk. I decide that it's a good omen and even my throw back to the eye is not as bad as usual. It's reason number one that's really bothering me though and the question lingers with me all through double maths, through lunch, geography, French and history. How do I get to my old house in Culvercott? Years ago, there used to be a train between Blythe and Culvercott. Then it was replaced by a bus service And then that stopped as well. So now you have to take two buses and change at Seaton Sluice and it takes forever. Besides, if I'm going to break in somewhere, it'll have to be at night, so that scuppers that idea. I'd cycle, except my bike was stolen last year when I left it unlocked outside the house. This is all, of course, ignoring the biggest objection of all. What if it goes wrong? Time travel bit, that is. I mean, I trust my dad. But still, he's basically asking me to go to our old house, which is ten miles away, commit a bit of breaking and entering, and then use an actual time machine to travel through time. Great birthday present, Dad, I think. But I have to, don't I? If there's a chance, even a small one of preventing his death, of having him back again. And I have to admit, there's a part of me quite deep down, I think, because it's not always there. That's so excited, it makes me feel a bit sick.